What's going on, guys? Dustin with the LFG 1904 show. Proud to announce our partnership with Law Tigers. If you have been in a motorcycle accident, let's get you the compensation you deserve today and get you back on the road. Go ahead and call this number, 858-306-1986. Once again, that number is 858-306-1986. Law Tigers, nationwide, doesn't matter where you're at. Call that number, LFG. Oh, oh yeah for the shirts yeah oh, of <laughs> course well. it went pretty well with it yeah that's right? just it yeah i know i just start following you on tiktok oh fuck yeah like it do you like tiktok as a platform uh, i was not big on it at all but it it, it does reach so Dude. that's why i started doing it a little bit more do you have your instagram hooked up to tiktok yes too? so i, I just, just learned how to do okay, that well, me too <laughs> half a fucking nitwit but right we were able to put so i put LFG1904 onto the TikTok. And honestly, we've picked up multiple followers on both Dude. things now. And, oh, she, and wow. at least, you know, Mrs. TikTok was telling me. Yeah, she right. was like, yeah, so you do that. And then you, you know. You're able to get more people. Yeah, people yeah, yeah, start yeah. following both. So yeah. fucking yeah. here for it. Well, yeah, fucking yeah, it. Whatever works. Let's go. Welcome to LFG1904 show. Yeah. You know the deal. Ooh. Full table today. Yeah. What's up, Brendan? Not much, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice guy. Yeah, he's swell. Raphael? Raphael? Hey. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great, guys. Yeah. Dustin. Dustin. You're going to give the fucking gunshots right now. You're dead. Give me the fucking gunshots. Nobody can hear it. Now do it again. God damn. Okay. Sorry, Reload. See ya. Yep. Rafa's dead. Woosley. R.I.P. Rafa. How'd he die? He just said somebody's name wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple times. I'm so bad at it. I don't know how to say it. Welcome to another episode of the First 48. And here we have. Yeah, the First 48. Oh, yeah. On today's Criminal Activity Podcast. <laughs> Dude. Hey, I've heard some of those. I was like, damn, because I love those shows. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Dude, First 48. I hadn't watched it in years. And we're in Tempe. And I it was on the TV. Bro, this kid, like, straight up. Got in the car with some dude, saw that he had just gotten paid, and then had a revolver. Uh, tried to rob him. The dude ran the car like up into the grass, shot that fool twice, and is he was 16. He got 32 years in prison. <coughs> fucking insane. And he was drunk, and he fucking made one fucking terrible decision to rob somebody and ended up shooting him. Dude dies. He's uh, not getting out until he's in his 40s. Fucking insane. Wow. Wow. What, like, what are you guys trying to get at, dog? <laughs> That's what happens when you fuck around. You find sometimes, out. Yeah, sometimes you find out. Shit. Yeah. What a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, poor kid. His name was yeah. Zach, but with an H, so it's like Zacha. Zacha. Well, Zacha. Zacha. welcome to the show, Luis. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Excuse me. You're good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Living the dream, man. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. You own the brand Fuck Fentanyl. Uh, yes, sir. Which coincides with how a lot of us feel yeah. about the drug known as fentanyl. Yeah. I bet, I bet every single listener on this podcast feels that same way. I, I, and they're I not even so in too. recovery. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, you don't have to be. No. You can be affected by it and fucking have, absolutely, have never done drugs in your life. It's fucking, Absolutely. It's mm. insane. So what brought you about... To where where should we take this, boy? Should we well, start I, with? I, I kind of yeah. like where you're going right now. Then we can spin it back. But you were about yeah. to say what made you? What? How yeah. did you get? Yeah, where did you come up with the idea for the clothing brand? The clothing brand. Well, well, the message, I guess. Yeah. The, well, the message. I've well, that's always been in my head, right? For like 
for years and years. And I never really planned on like, like making clothes or anything like that. You know, I, I kind of kept to myself for a good amount of years. And I saw my homeboy make this, um, this original logo that, you know, you guys all see with the NRK A, mm-hmm. you know, look like it's tag tagging stuff. And when I saw that, I, I thought it was really rad. And I told him like, Hey dude, like I'm in recovery, dude. And I know like a bunch of people that are gone from that shit and I can't stand it. And I just hollered at him. I'm like, you know, like we, I, we should do shirts like, and like a uh, homegirl even like kind of threw it out there that she'd be down. And then a couple people like kind of just like got together with me. Like, let's just like, let's see with how many we can make, like who, who's really interested in doing this. And the first box I did was like, I'm going to say like 20. And I, I, I didn't really think of anything of it. I just was like, okay, we're going to do this box. And um, like, if people like it, you know, maybe I'll make a little bit more, like maybe another box of 20 or maybe 30. And then, you know, it's done. You know, I'm, I'm going to carry on with my life and, you know, work on my, on myself and do my, my jobs. And, <laughs> Like immediately, like people loved it. Like they loved this, this message. They love like the whole, the whole visual of it. And like, and it just kind of blew up to like, instead of a box of um, 20, like it was, I'm doing box of 50 and I'm ordering multiple boxes. And I was just kind of just distributing them kind of, at my local meetings and like in the internet, like on uh, Facebook, Instagram, it was like my personal out of the inbox. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I didn't really, uh, and I still was like, kind of like, well, this is a fun little hobby, but I'm not, I'm not like for real. It's gonna like be a clothing guy. Like I, I wear concert t-shirts and shit. Like yeah, I wear dickies and <laughs> yeah, like I'm not like I'm not a clothing guy. Right, right, and like. Um, so when, um, like I got with my homegirl who does printing and she's also my artist for my second logo, um, with the death metal looking writing. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she told me like I should get for reals with it and like see where we go. And so, you know, I ordered more clothes. I arranged like a professional photo shoot of sorts, like in Oceanside with my friend Carissa. Uh, Foster, Carissa Foster. No way. Yeah, you I know don't her? know. Yeah, I know. I her. love her. Yeah, Dude, she's fucking. Chris is legendary. She's got some time too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She she's uh, one year over me. Oh uh, okay. Fuck you. Got some time then. Yeah 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 yeah. Like we were we're almost birthday twins. If I would have stayed clean the first time, but mm. you know it didn't work out that this way. Shit happens, dog. Shit happens, <clears throat> dude. So anyway, so Carissa was coming to San Diego, and. Like, I was kind of like, I was still kind of debating on what to do with this. So I just told her like, oh, if, if I get a couple people, I get this new clothes that I'm making with my homegirl, uh, my homegirl, Brooke. And like, do you want to do a photo shoot? And she's like, absolutely. And so we, I came in with one of my homegirls and she came in with the, actually one of her family members, uh, cause you know, I don't want to butcher Chris's story, you know, but like her, her whole intermediate family passed away from fentanyl from one night, like it's fucking one, tragic. It's one of the worst things you'll ever hear. Yeah. And so 
her aunt, whose uh, sister is her mother, right? So she came to the photo shoot, and she's all about this. And, like, she brought her friend, uh, Ro. And, uh, Roni? Uh, Roni, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know her, too? Yeah, her her man is, like, one of my best friends, Eric. Oh, Eric? Yeah. Eric is one of yeah. my best friends. he's fucking cool, too. <laughs> yeah. Who, Eric? 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His his Kinda chick daddy. takes photos. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, duh. Yeah. So yeah, so bro was in my first photo shoot, and Eric was actually in my group uh, photo shoot at the convention. No shit. Yeah, you can look for it, it's, dude. He's there. I got, I got some <laughs> stories about Eric and the uh, convention prior to this year, but we're gonna bring him on and let him tell that. Story. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that's my dog. Like one. I've known Eric since I've been getting clean. Oh really? Yeah. yeah he's a really cool guy. He's I don't know dude. him super super well, but he's really cool. He's, like, he's all about it. He's yeah. all about this. Yep. For sure. And so yeah, we all we're all in Oceanside. We did this, and like that kind of like you know kind of. You know, just kind of brought up the game, dude. And all of a sudden, like, I'm like, token. I took East County, bro, as far as clothes goes. Like, you can't go to a meeting without seeing fuck fentanyl of of sort. Like, either it's a beanie or a shirt or whatever. A hoodie. A hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, uh, it's a, yeah, it's a total trip. And, like, I didn't even, I thought this one photo shoot was going to be a one and done thing. And now it's like, like an event of sorts, like I do, like all over San Diego with different photographers. It's actually really fun too. Like, yeah, stressful, you know, the day of, but you know, like, but when we're, when it's all like done and finished, it's like it, it, I just get so amazed, like on like the talent these photographers have, the passion everyone has doing it. You know, it, it's it's a really rad experience. Well, it's easy to get behind something that has purpose. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that's what you have totally. Totally. So, like you have a, a a message in what's becoming a movement quickly. Yeah. People are fucking tired of this. Yeah. That's a big deal. Big time. So I'm very stoked to see the growth that you've had. Like it's been explosive. Yeah. Yeah. I only started in August. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't explosive. Dog. Yeah. Right. <laughs> fucking just getting after it. You know, my family didn't even know I did this until Christmas. Really? Yeah. Like was, you just uh, didn't bring it up. No, I didn't, I didn't think it was their business. Well. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> none of your goddamn business, business. What I do no, in my uh, spare uh, time. What happened was, is that, uh, I got, uh, um, I was talking to spike mm-hmm. and he asked me if, um, if he could use one of my photos on his, um, article in the San Diego reader. And, he like I I didn't know like like where he was gonna go with it. I enjoyed our we had a conversation for hours. It was really cool, but like I didn't really know what really what where, where it was gonna go. And then when I um actually like saw the physical reader article, like he literally put like my my Pacific Beach photo shoot like as his cover of his article, and I was tripping the fuck out. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, I just made this like four months ago, dude." Like, <laughs> and like, so I, I I got really excited, and I showed my family like, "Oh, look, I'm in the I'm in the news, and it ain't nothing negative, yeah, right?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's always, the fuck up now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're always pleased when they see that you know progress. Yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. It took some years, Whew. but yeah. finally, yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, they all found out. Everyone found out on Christmas, like, what I was really doing. Fucking A. Yeah. So where are you from? Chula Vista. No shit. Rapid, yeah. South Bay. Oh, yeah. Nice. So uh, what was growing up like? Um, You know, like, it's like, I when I look back at it, like, 
it was a little chaotic, you know, um, thinking about it like that. But like overall, like, like I wouldn't change like what happened in my life for anything. You know what I mean? Like, like, no, I never like, you know, starved. I never like, you know, I never went through the real like crazy, like traumatic stuff that I know some people in the rooms go through. Yeah. You know, I didn't have the greatest life in the world, but I didn't have the worst. Yeah. And like, it, it, you know, and uh, I felt like, you know, all that that's happened in my my upbringing as a kid, you know, made me to the person I am right now, you know. Yeah. And of course, being in, in the rooms, you know. Cause uh yeah I mean for a minute dude I I I was definitely a statistic I was definitely like I was that guy that nobody thought was gonna ever get his shit together you right know? you know so it sounds like a lot of your shit is self inflicted yeah nice yes welcome <laughs> so when did uh drugs and alcohol become a part of your life um well I grew up around it my family um are. All, kind of a long line of alcoholics in right. my dad's side and my mom's side it's more the drugs nice yes yes they're, they're, they're all worlds yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um so my first exposure to it would be like um my uncle um is a meth addict and like you know he, he gets violent you know and goes through psychosis and like he uh um pulled a knife out of my mom like on her neck and like shit you know, pretty much cracked off with him and my dad. And like, so like my dad, like just grabbed me one day. And he's like, we're, we're not fucking with your mom's family no more. And like, so like I hadn't like, so for like five years, I, I didn't see like anyone from my mom's family. Cause, cause my dad's drama with my uncle. And later on, I found out that my dad also actually had a drug addiction himself. He was addicted addicted to uh, prescription painkillers, mm -hmm. and I don't know which ones because I was too young to really, yeah. you know. It I just saw at this point of, anyway. Saw a bunch of them bottles, you know. Yeah. What I mean, that's a lot. orange bottles to everywhere. A lot too. You're right there, we <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hey, <laughs> Dustin used to like to go to TJ a lot. Love it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Maybe we <laughs> ran sure, into. I, I'm sure we ran <laughs> into each other. <laughs> no, uh, so uh, yeah. Anyway, so my my you know my dad um was you know kind of like he was kind of. Uh, partying a little well not partying but like he was self-medicating a lot dude and he he died uh in 2000 from a heart attack because mm. it the drugs you know pretty much just you know ended it yeah and so i grew up without a dad and in chula in, in chula vista which you know like i, I kind of like i went from like you know like a somewhat decent neighborhood to like a pretty gang active one so you went from one side of the five to the other? Yeah. Well, I was always on the, the other side of five. But <laughs> when you go deeper to the coast <laughs> yeah. on Broadway and shit, like, it, it gets it gets bad. Yeah, for sure. So, um, like, uh, so I grew up, like, around, like, 700 block uh, right off right off uh, J Street. And, like, fucking, um, um, you know, like, I had my, you know, fair share of fights and, you know, violence. And I, I, I didn't want to, like, really be involved with that lifestyle but you know um when i started um you know drinking i started drinking at 13 with my my grandpa and my uncle you know and i didn't like drinking at first actually like i just wanted to like kind of fit in with them right you know <laughs> it's, it's funny because like i don't like them but like i still was wanted like, their approval yeah exactly 
So, um, you know, so I started drinking and then I started smoking weed and then I started, you know, doing Coke, which Coke was like, um, like my first, I, I, I considered that my first drug, but I know alcohol and weed are drugs, but I just, with Coke, I just felt like I had more fun with it. I enjoyed it more. And when this was all going on, um, it was kind of the first wave of the heroin um, epidemic. This is like 2005, 2006, around that time. You know, all these dudes were um, becoming straight slammers, you know, like everyone that was like a little bit older than me. I was kind of like the younger one out of the bunch. One of my buddies like went straight to it, you know, at 15. Were you already in the punk scene at that point? Um. A little bit, yeah, yeah. My homeboys um, in high school were playing. Um, um, it's funny, they're actually straight edge when they nice. first started, I swear to God. And I was like, I was like their homie that, that always got high and shit. I'd fuck up, <laughs> their yeah. fuck up little homie. But, but yeah, so my homies were starting playing punk when they were like in middle school. And then I started going to the shows when I was in high school with them. Right. It was fun. Um, it's a, they just kind of coincide. So like, yeah. you're in, into the punk scene. There's gonna be heroin. There's gonna yeah, be yeah. there's gonna be fucking forties. Like you know, and at first there wasn't heroin. That was the trip. Like heroin just took over. Like like almost it seemed like overnight. Because I remember I was the only fool out of out of my homies from high school. All these other dudes I partied with are fools from the streets and shit. And like um, so like when I was in high school, like I think I was maybe like me and my best friend were like the real like heroin addicts and everyone else was you know still drinking and on the softer shit pretty much and (laughs) and like but when i left high school all of a sudden like all these dudes were smoking heroin and i was tripping out like where the fuck where did this come from like and i and i kind of did see that becoming an epidemic i really did like i i i i I I actually didn't know you could smoke heroin for the longest time (laughs) I don't know. Why it's I a waste. Know. Don't you know, bother. Yeah, no, I, yeah, when I smoked it, I was so disappointed. I'm like, this sucks. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I, I did it right the first time. Yeah, you yeah. wasted it. So anyway, so, um, yeah, all these youngsters were all smoking it on foil. And, like, I kind of saw that the heroin epidemic kind of go off. And when I left high school, I mean, I, I pretty much was like, this is my career. Like, I'm going to be a junkie. And I fucking... I fucking love it. Gave it your all. Yeah, I gave it my all, dude. All in, dude. You know, I was sign work- me up. Let's fucking go. Fuck Got to clock yeah. in, <laughs> dude. And like, you know, and yeah, this is when I got really involved in gangs, and I I was still trying to like have this balance, though. Like, I wanted to like, you know, I was working and stuff, like in the mornings and shit, and it was it was nice because I I felt like that was like my safe time. I wouldn't go to jail. But I mean, I I could have honestly easily gone to jail. Right, <laughs> I always had right, shit right. on me. I always did dumb shit. But, anyways, um, when, um, like, the deeper I got into it, you know, the more, um, you know, it was hard to get out of it. You know what I mean? And I, I, I there was times I like I I kind of wanted to quit, like where I was like, oh man, I don't want to fucking be sick anymore. But like. You know, like I just was like, oh, she this kept calling me. Yeah, girls, <laughs> <laughs> straight up. And yeah. I just, um, I just, I, I went with it, you know, and it lasted. And it, and everyone, all all the homies were all on paper. Everyone, everyone went to jail, the juvie, YA, 
all that little fun stuff. And I was the last one, and everyone thought I was, like, really fucking smart. I still remember everyone was like, we like you, dog. You know how to stay out and shit. You, you, you know how to work it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> and so that didn't last. So when I was 20, I caught my case. I was kicking it with my homie. Um, my homie ghost, he fucking burnt me. And, <laughs> like, like, we were just partying, like, any other day. But but he saw, he saw a fucking cop, and he fucking flipped out. And he ran to me, so I had to run when the cop was behind him. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, that, so that's how I, I ghost it, is burnt for ghost sure. Ghost is burnt, man. That's 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 one lesson in life I yeah. had to learn. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah. You was actually uh, in recovery before me. That was the funny part. Really? Yeah, I saw him um, when my homie um, was in uh, trial for he was he was facing life. He lost, but. He was facing life. Uh, I saw a ghost at, at the courthouse, and he was clean. I just couldn't fucking believe it. I'm like, this fucking burnt pool? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, man. Yeah, in the program, you know, and it was a trip. It was a, it was a total trip. And, uh, you know, he, he didn't last. Like, he lasted lo- pretty good, I mean, for a few years, but didn't last. Right. And Ended up going back out. Yeah. So what out. happens? You're fucking getting chased down by the police. Is there any good fucking tagline to that? Ah, uh, not really, dude. Like I just jumped out of this fool's grandma's fucking window and shit. Oh, I'm running fuck. down um fucking Max uh Max Hill by the baseball field. <laughs> and it's funny too, cause like mm-hmm. this was kind of around the time where they they won the fucking um. These little kids won the the World the Series. World Series, yeah. Shit. Like, Chula Vista like, won right the Little League World Series. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm running down. They were, that up, there. They were up there. They had like this kid that was like six foot three or yeah. so. Oh, yeah. like that mm-hmm. pitching a hundred miles an hour. Sick ass cool. Yeah, so his name was Gerardo, yeah. and he had a landscaping job. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, I love it. So all this like like all this cool shit was going on in Chula Vista because of that, and then you see my ass running in the middle of the night, fucking getting out. Sick ass. My, my homie fucking Blanco fucking diving into a puddle to fucking hide oh, from no. the police and shit. Oh, my fuck. He was smart because he didn't get arrested. I, I fucking ran. Uh, I was trying to uh, go across the street, and that's where they, they got my ass. Yeah, yeah. You know, I caught my case, and fucking after that, I went to my first NA meeting. I got introduced to the rooms, and, like, it was a, it was kind of a trip because, I, I you know, like, I... I didn't know anything about NA or anything. Yeah, I like so I got family with addiction and alcoholism. And I don't have family in recovery. Nobody. You're the only one. Yeah, to this day, like my uncle, like I guess he went to meetings, but he would just go there to hook up with chicks. Yeah, so he was get his thir- courtship slimed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a 13 stepper, and that's that's <laughs> not knocking it, you know. And now, now he's on his way to the mental hospital. <laughs> yeah, and now he's permanently fucking. Yeah. Frat. Right. Uh, be like that unfortunately that's his story yeah um but um so when i went to the rooms i was still i was really like skeptical and i was like i'm i don't i don't like this i i i, I, I don't i don't relate to these people this isn't my thing and i end up going to rehab right after the house of metamorphosis um i don't know if y'all heard of it it's up in north county Oh, no. dude. it's right here. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's right on Market Thirty. Yeah, Market oh, Thirtieth, <clears throat> right in the hood. Yeah, like <laughs> worst what? spot you could put. Around in what time did he? Around what year did he? Two thousand January third, two thousand eleven. Oh wow. Yeah, and uh, so I'm twenty years old going to rehab, and this is like, this is like my first rehab. But I knew nothing about rehab either. 
I watched Dr. Drew like on TV <laughs> once, and I, I was kind of thinking maybe it'd be like that, but <laughs> nothing like that. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so where'd you end up? Um, yeah, so I was there for six months. The House of Metamorphosis? Yeah, yeah. 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 That, a, that was a lot like Crash. It's a fucking uh, behavior modification yeah. place, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, except it's a lot more a lot more shit goes down. Like, because Crash is a lot more locked down. Like, they're, they're on their stuff at Crash. Yeah, you guys had, like, car walk Because I used yeah. to live, so my sober living was right across the street from there. Oh, really? Yeah, off of an island. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, I know yeah, that fucking, one. these fools would be out there fucking doing a car wash and shit, and I always heard that was, like, their pickup time. Uh, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I dropped, <laughs> off, have, I dropped off a few times there. <laughs> yeah, their, their homies <laughs> come and get their car washed and then fucking give them a package. Yeah, oh, yeah it's damn. Be under the seat. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> Solid. I, I, yeah. I would just go into the fence and just toss it and yeah, walk out. too, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, anyways, so I was there for six months. And I didn't stay clean in there, you know, big surprise. Yeah. Uh, so um, when I left that place, I caught more cases because I didn't, I didn't learn anything. I just kept getting high. And then I went to this place called Crash. <laughs> it was a house uh, around the way. Yeah, dude. It was my next stop. And it was funny, though, because I, I didn't have any intentions of going there, but I burnt out all the waiting lists and all that stuff to try to get into other rehabs and crash was kind of like my last, my last place. I didn't burnt out for some reason. I was on their waiting list for like three months and it was really strange because crash has a high turnover rate, like a notoriously high turnover rate. And I thought it was really weird. So when I, I, I like, so when I was like still like about to hit the court date, like it was like, uh, God, I went into crash in August yeah, so my court date was like the last, like like one of the last days in August. So you went in two thousand thirteen, huh? Two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve. August two thousand twelve. So from that year though, you were running amok for another year. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, every day, every day, <laughs> getting after it, getting after it. And it was I, just I, heroin I get out. though. Hmm? It was just heroin. All heroin. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm I'm pretty loyal to heroin. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I like I, I do other stuff like like I'll throw some cocaine in there, but like like for the most part, like. Uh, I'm I'm pure. I'm a pure heroin elitist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no no sense in wasting money on anything else. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hate. I even. I couldn't even drink a beer anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh well. I'm just like. Oh. Yeah, they're like, yeah. You want a sip of this? No, no, I don't. You have some meth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll take well, that. I'll take that shot with a meth. Yeah. <laughs> that ironically, that's what I was getting getting into. Like so, like right before I was going to crash. I smoked, like, and I'm not a frequent meth smoker, but, like, I, I hung out with my homie Tyrone, and we, like, we hotboxed his fucking car, and I <laughs> was fucking twacked out of my mind, and I came back home, and, like, the fear of going to jail really hit me, because when I'm on heroin, I don't give a fuck, but for some reason, that night, I was just like, oh, my God, like, I didn't do nothing. I'm going to go to fucking jail. I'm, I'm actually going to do my term, because I didn't do shit, and... um so like I called uh, the crash intake uh, lady Lydia, and she, uh, or I, I I called her uh, her voicemail because it was in the middle of the night. She wasn't uh, all spun out. Yeah, yeah. All, all spun out. I gotta get in here. Uh, get to help me out. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm using my grandma's house phone. No. <laughs> I gotta get in here. Help me. Yep. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I, it was kind of aggressive too. I was like, oh my God, like, how could I be on your waiting list for this long? I've been waiting. And, and like, I'm going to go to jail now. It's all your fault. <laughs> oh, you probably sound like a real demon too. Dude, dude, dude. Great to hear that voicemail. Uh, yeah. I, I wish I could hear that voicemail. I asked Lydia. <laughs> she probably saves all the good ones. Yeah, I know, right? You should hear this one. This yeah. is summer of 2009. This is Edward Keels. <laughs> Done deal. And then, um, Right after that, she called, and I I was like coming down and fucking, uh, <laughs> um, I, I I didn't even remember making this call, and my grandma was like, "This lady wants to talk to you," and I'm like, "Okay," and she's like, "Hi, Liz, this is Lydia. We have a bed available for you," and I'm just like, oh, I, "I need a little bit more time." Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And. I, I, I picked that's up. usually that's usually the story though. Like yeah. everybody call nineteen thousand times and then they're like, yeah, the yeah one time I think ready. I think I think I need a little bit more time. A little bit more time. I got like yeah. three more days so quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so I got in there uh, August sixteenth. Like I picked up one more time uh, and I, I I got in there and I was like, not I I I didn't know what to expect because I heard the worst shit from Crash. You know Absolutely. about Crash. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, fuck it. Let's, let's give it a shot. And um, I got clean for the first time. It, it, you know, like, I didn't love the place. I fucking was miserable. I was counting <laughs> days. I was hard timing. <laughs> but I still, I, I did it, you know what I mean? And uh, I was clean for the first time, August 16, 2012. And for, for 93 days, because I counted my days. I, you know, <laughs> so you're, you're in the men's house? In the men's house, yeah. Mm-hmm. Up in, uh, yeah, Marble, Marble Street. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was kind of trippy. Like, uh, I end up uh, seeing Al. Al Julian was uh, a staff member there, and he passed away um, mm-hmm. just really recently. But anyways, so I was there, and I left because I I, I I I I went to the judge, and I pretty much was like, look, I'm like I'm a rock star now. I went to crash, and <laughs> right, and they they let me off, and. As soon as like you know the the fresh air hits, like I'm I'm back home, you know, like that I had that reservation, and I was convincing myself that I that I could give it one one shot, and I and I'd be good, you know. And I really believed like like I can just do this one, and like and then. I'll just tell on myself after it, <laughs> after I get high. Yeah, after not, I'm done yeah. enjoying myself. Not before. Yeah, yeah. 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 Never before. No, yeah. no. I didn't think like I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna overdose or no. nope. That was never a thought. Like I walked five miles to go get my relapse uh, to the jungle to a homeless encampment right there in National City, and like, um, like as soon as like I was done, I, when I did it, I was like, "Fuck, dude, I'm. This is. A, <laughs> I'm not stopping." Yeah. I'm not. It's I already knew. I, like this. This is another one, and so I did another three month run, and I mean I was already like doing really really bad. You know, real quick, just talking about the storyline, real quick. Yeah. The people like you now that like, do this sort of thing, they'll be like three months, ninety three days clean, right? Yeah. They go back to the jungle, and then now it's like they're it's no no longer heroin. You can't find heroin. No, no. no. So now th- that's just, that's how people are dying. You exactly. know what I mean? Because they're going to go, I'm going to go do one more issue of fentanyl. Yeah. And they're, fu- and can you imagine? You, yeah. There ain't nobody going to save you there. No. Oh, no. They'll be throwing you down the fucking river. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Once, you, once you're OD'd, you're lucky. Yeah. You, you, you think about it. Because I mean, I know for myself too, it's like you're playing that whole game of fucking Russian roulette, dude. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. I've been clean for 93 days. I'm going to do another issue. Yeah. 
<laughs> five five cents that's enough <laughs> yeah. yeah fentanyl like that's such a it's such a different trip man like i i i was thinking about like it like you could just hit it like a little bowl of it and like a little speck and yeah it, that could be it that's all it could take it's a wrap it's a wrap yeah, i got a little story i'll tell you guys later about it but. cool but uh, anyways, so, so you get you get this fucking fix, yeah. And you know I got it's my fix, and I get I get strung out for three more months, and um, I'm I'm doing bad, you know. What I mean, like I'm like panhandling, I'm just stealing random shit to pick up. There there is no like like I'm I'm a cool badass. There's no like I'm a fucking gangster. You know, I'm I'm gonna be like the next guy taking the hood type shit. You're like, straight fucking junkie. I'm a straight yeah. gutter junkie, yeah. dude. And you know, I'm like mooching off my friends and shit, like feeling like a loser. And like fucking um I I pick up uh, at Red Lobster at Chula Vista and it just opened up and shit. And like I fucking I I walk in, I'm walking and I'm like I had like two ways to go. I can go to my mom's house and do my issue. Which would be a little bit farther, but it would be it would be a safe spot to slam. Or I can go to this McDonald's, and it's right there. So I, I picked the McDonald's, and like as soon as I walked the door, like Ooh! I I motherfucking cop pulls me over, and he's like, "Hey man, you are totally tweaking." <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm not a fucking tweaker. Yeah. <laughs> really Try upset. again. Yeah. I got I got really upset about that. And then he <laughs> How at, dare you? And, and uh, he uh, looked at my 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 charges and shit. And he's like, Oh yeah, you're you got caught with heroin like four times. Yeah, you're a heroin addict. <laughs> Anyways, I um, this cop was fucking vigilant on trying to give give me a sales charge. Like he was like convinced that I'm selling. I really wasn't. Like I I was. Like, I barely had, like, whatever, like, a gram or something. Like, it wasn't shit. Right. And, like, so, uh, you know, this cop is, like, fucking with me, being a fucking prick, <laughs> trying, trying, thinking that he's going to have a, a story of ages or some shit. And, like, and he's, like, looking. It's, this is the funniest part. So, like, fucking, he, he gets me handcuffed in the back. <laughs> Of this car and like, like, and he's looking in the fucking bushes, convinced that he's gonna find like ounces of fucking heroin. And like, I, I when he's doing that, I was able to to grab my shit out of my pocket and swallow it. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and that and that was like that was the last time I got high. No like shit. I, I fucking I did my whole my whole thing and fucking I just fucking blacked out like all my processing, which is. Nice to, to black yeah. out versus kicking. Yeah. yeah. I always kick. So it was nice to get that one. And I remember, all I really remember was like seeing the nurse, like uh, about, um, about the, the Librium. Like I was like, yeah, that was very important. I, 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 had to make, I get my story straight. I'm an alcoholic. I'm not a heroin addict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, 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 I come out of it and I'm, I'm like just a dry fucking junkie, fucking bitter that I'm that I lost again, you know what I mean? Like my way didn't work. And this was break off time. The court was done with me. They're like, you know what? Like, like nothing's working. So we're gonna offer you this thing called drug court. And I I it, they, they they brought me to the to Judge Green, who's the judge court uh, the drug court judge. And he uh 
was like giving me the whole spiel. Like, this is the greatest thing ever. This will save your life. And I'm like, you know, I'm handcuffed like this and shit next to my public defender. I just look at her like, like I ain't signing shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to trial. Yeah. We're, we're taking this up the paint. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, you know, like I wasn't thinking rationally. I, I, I just, you know, like I, it was just, you know, broke ego. You know what I mean? All of That's all it was. You know, because I'm not like the type of guy I go, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do I'll do time. Okay. You know? But, you know, so I I got 12 step called by my my rep. He fucking he because he, I was telling him, I'm going to the box. I fuck them. You know, they want to fuck me. They have to pay for that trial. And my rep is like, no, you are not doing that. You're going to lose. And he told me, like, you need to get you need to get clean. You need to you need to do this one more time. And then. You know, he got all these applications out, and I'm filling them out, like, just so begrudgingly, like, my God, oh, this, oh, this sucks. So I signed a deal to go to rehab. I did a little bit of time, but I went to rehab right after. And uh, that is um, kind of like, the, you know, my first step without me realizing that was my first step, mm. right? Because I'm, like, I'm just a still, like, dry, like, bitter you know, spiritually like bankrupt fucking junkie. Just you know, I'm about to just do my next term in rehab. And I went to the San Diego Freedom Ranch. And you know, that was an AA. It's an AA based rehab. So I never really did AA. Went to NA meetings and stuff, but AA was a little newer. But it's the same thing overall. Right. I didn't even know the steps were done differently until like I was already like done doing them. <laughs> <laughs> and like so anyways I, I i i i went to the freedom ranch and at that place it's different now obviously because covid just is in medi-cal just changed the game yep but at the time you know there was a lot of people that would take cakes there like you know with like real time like 20 30 years but you also get to hear speakers and they came in like every wednesday or something like that and you know, so you're, you're, you're getting pounded AA, but you're also getting people who were success stories of this rehab every week coming in, you know, sharing their experience, ancient hope. And some of them you're like, really, I was really like kind of blown away because it was so new to me because I'm clean or, and I'm clean and sober, but I'm still like kind of on the fence still, you know? And I, I decided, uh, you know, like, I, 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 you know, and I guess this is like where I like to call the gift of desperation kind of really kicking in, you know. I ain't got shit going on for me. Or it could be the fact that you were like a hundred miles away from anything in Campo. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it really bro. easy hey, to listen. That's a long walk. Oh, <laughs> God, fuck that shit. Yes, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please, please, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, like, so I'll. Uh, I decided to give it a shot, dude. I, 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 I was done. Like I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I just wanted to see like if this really worked, mm-hmm. but like I, 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 and I honestly felt like that gift of desperation, like fueled, you know, fueled me to like really like come to terms that like, cause you know, I'm 20, I'm 23. Like I'm fairly young still. And I was like, Still debating in my because I don't drink like an alcoholic and I'm in an AA rehab. But I I I really believe that like if I drink or do any sort of mind altering substance, I'm gonna slam. 
and I'm going to die. I can admit, see, it was easy for me to go, yeah, if I shoot up, I'm dead. Like, or I'm going to prison. That's the best thing that's coming from me. But, you know, the, the other stuff, it was really hard for me to wrap that around. But as, as I saw, as I soon, you know, got into doing my first step and really, like, just, just dr- having that drive of just, like, like I, I just want something different, dude. Like, I'm fucking, like, I, I, I'm tired of this. And so I got into, uh, I really got into finding a higher power, man. And my first concept of higher power was kind of just a joke. I just was like, oh, there's, there's a dog right there. I like him. Like, he'll be my higher power for right now. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, a, a big, uh, a big chocolate Labrador named Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he makes me happy. He's always, I'd always tell people that's my higher power right there. He, he's okay. really cool. He's he's a power greater than myself. But, but you know, and then later on, I externalized it to something much more than that. Like you know, like like maybe thoughts and ideas, like the universe, like this whole thing. Like you know, like a bunch of people that lived that life just like me didn't make it, and I have this one shot. Like there's a reason for that, you know. And I I I, I went with that, you know. And I, I truly do believe in God. I don't, like, again, I'm not, not a Christian. I grew up Catholic, but I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I'll just leave it at that. I just yeah. leave it at that. But, you know, I truly do believe in God now. And I felt like God really did, was there for me, man, like, throughout my whole life. And I'm really blessed for that. So I, um, I got out of the Freedom Ranch. I went to the South Bay Pioneers which is like a halfway halfway house of sorts. It's like a sober living, <laughs> but it's also like uh, like a transition. Yeah, it's like a... Tr- uh, so if you're getting out of prison, you can go there, yeah, but yeah, if you're exactly. also looking for a sober living, you can go there. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Transitional yeah. It was, it was, it's yeah. a great place. I, I loved it. I, I went there, stayed there for a couple months. They help you get like a job and shit, right? Yeah. And get on your feet. Exactly. Yeah. And that's actually where my sponsor, my current sponsor works at, actually. Yeah. Great that's guy. Dope. Like, um yeah, he's a straight drinker, like alcoholic drinker, but like the dude got like fucking great recovery. Awesome. And like so I stayed at the Pioneers. I, I left. Um got my job. I got two jobs. I'm living in uh Del Sol and like um you know, I'm doing the thing. You know, I I I get out of uh get off probation. Like that was like like that was like my high school graduation. I didn't have a high school graduation. <laughs> That's monumental. <laughs> but yeah. but yeah, when I got off paper, I'm like, oh my fucking god, it finally happened. <laughs> and like, I went to court. I got my record expunged, you know, and I felt good because I was, I didn't have to settle for drug court. Like I did it like, like kind of the harder way to be in a in in a way like in like just the longer way of doing it. Right. I felt like I needed more time. Cause I, you know, not to bag on drug court. I just felt like if I just did a couple months in jail and they let me out into my hood or like you put me in a position where, where I'm surrounded by maybe other people that don't want to change. Cause you know, drug court has a lot of that, you know, you're, you're offering people a way out of jail. It's like not everyone's down to change. Right. Some and, people are just looking for the easier route. Yeah. So right, that's right. why I, I decided not to do the drug court. And, you know, but I, I was just a lot more aggressive about it <laughs> when uh, my my uh, my public pretender was trying to make me sign in. <laughs> so anyways, like I did all this stuff, man. I get 
I get years, uh, you know, kind of just going down the road. Uh, I get my own place in, uh, in Chula Vista and it's kind of a trip to go back, you know, like, like Adele Soul was kind of around the area, but I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't my neighborhood. So when I went, so I went to Chula Vista, when I got my spot in Chula Vista, my first apartment, I, I was kind of like, okay, like I've really moved on with my motherfucking life. I, like, you know, I, I, I see all my old friends and shit. Um, and it, it's just like, I, I honestly just like kind of feel bad for them, mm. you know, like that they weren't able to, to get out of it. And some, and they, you know, they get busted, but they, you know, they just kind of go back to that. To that old pattern, you know. Yeah, a vicious cycle. A vicious cycle, exactly. So yeah, they choose they choose not to go to a rehab. Yeah, well, or or they go to rehab and they get over it in a in a yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, and then they're on the run. Yeah. And then they're on the run. Yeah, they'll right. just go do their time. I mean, I lived that way for quite quite many years too. Yeah, I just said fuck a rehab. I mean, I still said for my my case too. The the guy came in. I told the story a thousand times on here, but it's like okay. I he came into the fucking jail and he's like. I got some options for you, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. he's like, you're going to go do this. And it was like, I thought, I thought about it, but then my, my addict behavior just said, fuck no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still end up having to go. You're not still, what to do. You know what I, I mean? Love that like, story. Yeah, I'm not fucking. So I stayed, I stayed there for another three fucking months. Fucking what the fuck? <laughs> Idiot. And still had to go. Still had to go. <laughs> oh, you still had to go yeah. after. Dude, they, his fucking, it was your PO. Yeah. His PO okie doke the fuck out of him. Yeah. He was like, you can go to crash right now. Yeah. Or you're gonna stay in here, and he's like, "Cool, I'll fucking stay here." He I'll got out, out, checked in, and he was like, "Cool, you're, you got a bet at Crash. See yeah. you there." Because oh. yeah, I was still <laughs> on paper. What, yeah. So yeah. fucking had me by the fucking balls. Wow! God, I just gave him the straight so, middle so finger. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you three months for nothing for yeah. yeah, just cause. Just cause. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a special case. <laughs> <laughs> so good, dude. Yeah. So life's life's gotten good, life right? Got you, good. you got your own pad. You got a job. Yeah. Fucking. Are you still going to meetings? This is where I was getting at. Uh, I now, see where it's my, headed. A very important part of my story is that I, you know, and I feel like everybody in the rooms goes through this, but you know, some probably won't admit it. I went through a complacent run, and I wasn't going to meetings frequently, like. Like I'd go whenever I wanted, you know, I lost touch of my original sponsor and I like kind of had like that graduate mentality, but like, I still like, I still wanted, like, I still wanted to practice the steps into my life. I just wanted to do it my way, but that you know, I'm works. not providing service, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that works. And I'm day. not, and I'm not really working on myself. I'm just not you know, picking up, not picking up. And, you know, that's all we have to do, right, when we get in the rooms. We don't have the desire to get high. But when you're not doing anything else, man, you're just you're going backwards. And I always and I always described it. It's like your your mind is like kind of just slowly kind of deteriorating and like kind of going black, you know, from the inside out. And I'm not saying like I, I, I wanted to get high or anything, but like I was so like you know, spiritually, uh, um, I'm going to say like unfit, I guess you can say like, I, 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 I kind of did like, um, felt like, like if I didn't like get back on it, dude, like shit is going to go bad. I'm going to either like make that bad choice of getting high again, or I'm going to do something really fucking stupid. Mm. And so, um, all right. So I guess we're at, 
Yeah, like uh, December of 2021, um, I got a, a message, a, fe- a fucking Facebook message. My best friend died. And um, he died from an overdose. And it, you know, it, and it fucking floored me, man. Like, I, you know, we, we started together. Um, I knew he was getting high for like a few months, but I didn't, uh, you know, you still kind of had that little bit of hope because he was clean in and out, like get a year, two years then go back. And like, and he goes back hard. Like he'll, he'll be homeless and all that. So when it happened again, um, you know, he, he was back on the streets and he died in some dude's bathroom and, you know, it, it really like fucked me up, man. And like, and like, and then as soon as he died, well, I had to like kind of clean up his, his mess too. Cause like, I really was like, he was like a brother to me. Like we hung out all the time. Like this is we, your like best friend my from the streets, best, best friend from the streets, dude. Okay. Like, like, like we, you know, we, we known each other since high school and we hung out every fucking day until he moved out of San Diego. And then, uh, he, uh, he would move to different cities. He, that's what his program was kind of consistent of. He'll just move to another place. He'll start fresh, start new, but then still, he'll still always have the same problem. Still always have the same fucking yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. Always dude. And like, and then he'll go out, he'll be homeless in this city. And then like, he'll like, kind of snap out of it and just go get clean and go to another spot anyways. So that, that cycle was going on until his death. And like, I had to like do some cleanup around his death because he got, um, he got secretly married and shit. And like, he didn't tell his family. So I had to like fucking explain that whole fucking situation. (laughs) And as I'm doing this, I found out like two of my other fucking homies that I used to get high with died. You know, one, I was like kind of an, you know, a guy I knew. He wasn't like a close friend. And I knew he was not going to change. But, you know, I, I still was shocked to find out like how he died and like the details of it. It was like, wow, holy shit. And um, then an older homie um, I, I went to HOM with, actually. He was a homie from Logan. He fucking, um, he, he died on my best friend's funeral. Like, I'm putting shit away. Like, we did a candlelight visual, and then I'm, I'm putting tables away and stuff. And, like, and like I, and this is a trip, too. This is, like, a total God shot. Like, I had box. I had extra candles and stuff. And, like, I I get a message that, 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 that fucking Miguel died. And I, um, I, I, I was, like, just shocked, you know, because we were, we were really close in, in that program. And I knew he was clean for some time, but, you know, I, I couldn't uh, – I, I just couldn't, I was so overwhelmed that I found out he died too. And, um, like I saw his family put uh, like a Facebook post that they did a candlelight visual, like the day after my best friends. So like I had these extra candles and then I was like, here, do you guys want this shit? Like, and they all like grabbed them and used them. It was pretty, it was pretty trippy little experience. It's fucking heavy. Yeah, man. It was, fucking it, was, heavy. it was, it was, a, it was a quite of a, you know, it's crazy. It's like, um, when I started hearing about fuck fentanyl, uh, they had told like Lindsay had told me she was yeah. like, oh yeah, you know, and he had like some people real close to him pass away and everything like yeah. that, and kind of like sparked something with them yeah. to to get something started. Yeah, that was it. You know, and 
it's crazy like you you're talking about the story and i i hear it on right now and i was like yeah that that'll fucking yeah for some kind of change in you yeah you know what i'm saying because you were in the rooms for a while but then you like started trying to do it your own way now yeah. you're back into the rooms again yeah, right exactly right like right when i um i was going like once a week after this chain of events was happening okay and then um like when i took my nine years uh i decided to 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 honestly just give it another go like like get get real with it you know right right not just come in dial it in you know whatever social club shit like i'm not i like that that doesn't you know what I mean? Right, right. You know, you got to get with a new sponsor. You got to do your steps again. Right. So what's your clean date? Uh, March 5th, 2013. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Coming up, doggy. Coming up. This Monday. Yeah. This yep. Monday. No fronts. No, uh, Sunday. No, Sunday. This Sunday. <laughs> right, yeah. Third, fourth is Friday, Saturday. Y'all, y'all have eight years. No, oh, ten right. years. Said, wait, wait, what year? What? March 5th, 2013. Oh, I thought you said 15. I don't know. He's 13, homie. Yeah. He's six days away from a decade. Yeah. 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 Fuck, dude. What a trip, huh? Yeah. Straight up dope fiend. <laughs> you got so it. all three of these homies of yours have died from fentanyl. I believe uh, one was in question, my best friend. Yeah. Because uh, when I asked for the paperwork from his mom, like, you know, it, 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 it was too much. You know what I mean? So I, I'm. I'm ninety five percent sure that is fentanyl, but I, I want I won't get the black and white. She cremated his body, and he died in Oregon. Yeah. So I mean, and it, and it wouldn't matter. He died of, of, from fucking narcotics, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. It was the drugs that took him out, and that's yeah, what's important. Sure. And and that's the part of the story that can save somebody's life. Yeah. You know I mean, so I did have a Narcan story too, because like I I was kind of like. I thought it was kind of weird that people would carry Narcan around. I wasn't, it's just different from what, how I, I was brought into recovery, you know, like, like 10 years ago. Like it just, like people weren't like, you didn't have, yeah, you didn't have Narcan. No, you like when you're up. <laughs> yeah. Or I heard ice in the butt, but yeah. I, I never, <laughs> yeah. Well, you never had ice in your ass? <sighs> no. Yeah, no. You ain't no. doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. I always want to beat me up instead. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, get your ass up, fool. <laughs> I, I, that just reminds me of Travis telling that story. I fucking oh, you got cry. ice in the butt? No, he fucking oh no, he gave somebody ice in the butt. It was his brother-in-law. Oh god, and he he like comes to, and his brother-in-law's like, dude, what are you doing? And Travis, when he was telling the story, he's like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, you think I want my finger in your asshole? I'm trying yeah. to save your life here. I'm trying to yeah. save your life here. Dude, it's on Just a, take it. It's on Bree's podcast. It was so fucking funny. Oh, I was hilarious. crying laughing in the background. Oh, yeah. that's hilarious. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's the whole Narcan thing was so different. Like I I, I was like, okay, like I think it's a good thing, but I think it's weird. Mm -hmm. And it was just different. And but, you know, um, after all these overdoses, I was like, well, I guess I could carry it around. Like, I'm not planning on overdose. And, if it, and even if I did relapse an overdose, I mean, I can't use it on myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right, fuck. right. That's not how that works. You know, when I see I, I'm not the type to, like, call somebody and tell them I'm relapsing. I, I'm, I'm trying to sneak it one in the bathroom. I'm trying to, like, be by myself. You know, that's how that's just how I, my get down is. So Narcan isn't going to most likely is not going to save me. Mm. 
because I just want to be by myself. I want to isolate. But, you know, so, but this one event kind of, I realized, but I carried it, you know, because I, I, I wanted, I was just interested. I, I was just, like, fascinated. Like, what, what is this? Like, so I had a few of them. And my homeboy um, uh, hooked me up, my homeboy Adam. And I, um, I had it in my car. And I'm doing, um, I'm in the post office in uh, Oxford, in Chula Vista. And, like, it, it's, like, pouring rain, dude. This is not that long ago. This is, like, maybe a month ago. And, like, I, I'm, I'm, I always do my thing, like, by the window. For some reason, like, I, like, I just like to be in the window spot. And, like, I don't know, I get paranoid sometimes. And, like... So like, I, I it's pouring rain and I just see this dude like, like carrying this guy out of his car, and I I, I immediately turn back and I'm like, hey guys, uh, I think someone's having a heart attack. Like, can you call call nine one one? And like everyone, it's like a huge commotion, and so the, the it's like pouring rain. The guy's out drenched, and like the guy's doing CPR. Ain't nothing happening, and then. We're all outside. We're like, what's going on? And this lady just goes, I have Narcan. And then the guy's like, yeah, use it, use it. And then it just clicked. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's overdosing. So I get closer to him, and I could see his, like, face turning blue and shit. I'm like, oh, fuck, okay, yeah, this is this is the real deal. And then I, I, go, uh, I go straight to my car. I grab my box. <coughs> this lady hit him with her Narcan, and it didn't do shit. So I fucking got in there and I sprayed, I got in his nose and I sprayed that shit. And I wasn't even sure if I did it correctly. I was like, I hope I'm doing it right. And like, I got him to start breathing again. And I was like, oh shit, like it works, but like, he's not normal. Right. And like, and I was like, how the, like, how the fuck, how many times do I have to do this shit? And I was about, and I was about to grab my other one out of my car and then the fucking ambulance came and fucking uh, and got his ass. But I, I, I was less, I was so stunned, you know, that that like like two doses of Narcan only like made this guy breathe again, like changed his color back in his face. But he was still like fucking yeah. gone, gone, yeah, yeah. gone, like in the in the happiest place of his in his mind, yeah. you know. But on a sick one, on a sick one, dude, and like, but like. But like literally was like about to die right there in that parking lot. And I just was tripping out on how powerful that that shit really is, dude. And like I so, you know, like from now on, you know, I, I'm definitely like gonna, you know, carry that shit around me. Cause like I, I just felt like that was kind of a little god shot right there. And I was like, even though I, I personally don't think like I need it or like I, I it's like you just never fucking know nowadays. Because of this fucking epidemic that's just like obviously everywhere, dude. Like, yeah. Like, you could just be doing some regular old shit, like grocery shopping or fucking getting McDonald's. Getting McDonald's. <laughs> and then, oh, especially out of McDonald's, yeah, bro. Be vigilant at the Mickey D's. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten high at McDonald's. <laughs> Taco Bell, Del Taco, Taco Del, Jack yeah, in the Box. Are, those are the spots right yeah. there. <laughs> Get a free water cup. Water cup. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> water cup. I used to love it when they had like the fucking. Um, uh, the McDonald's had like the 69 cent sodas. Oh yeah. I get all my, like my little change. I'm like, yes, yes. I got my fucking breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have two cups of Coke right here. Two cups. Oh, balling, bro. Yeah. Got it going good. on. Good. 
So you carry around Narcan right now? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just a couple, like uh, three or four in my car. It's crazy because, um, like, now um, the one, like, uh, there's this, I forgot his fucking name, but he was going down. He goes downtown, and he hands out fucking uh, couple couple noodle soups and stuff like that and hot water and shit. And um, he uh, he's from South Bay, too. Uh, and he, he hands them out, and this dude... Um, 12th imperial fell out and his son ran up to him and was like bro my dad just uh passed out and everything like that can you can you call the cops or something like that and uh, call the cops and shit came through <laughs> homeboy was odin they hit the dude with fucking uh they hit they hit him with three and then yeah. when the cops pulled up because the cops were always around there when the cops pulled up they hit him with three and nothing happened shit yeah Homeboy ended up dying and shit. Right in front of yeah, his right camera. in front of his son, bro. Fucking so all, bro. all those Narcans did nothing. Nothing. I've nothing heard that to too, him, bro. That you can hit somebody fucking multiple times and it won't fucking just, do nothing. Just, You're just this gone. Shit just took over. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy to think about. Like you know, yeah. everybody in like law enforcement, definitely fucking fire departments, they all have Narcan on them now. Yeah, yeah. you know, what oh, I mean? oh, that's yeah. never. That was never a fucking thing. No, yeah. hell no, dude. Yeah. Even in the heroin <laughs> epidemic. Yeah, no, never. It was nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't even find heroin anymore. Oh, yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, I'd be so disappointed. How fucking crazy is that? Ah. Yeah. Isn't that fucking insane to think yeah. about? Like, it's these crazy. fucking dudes are not even growing poppy anymore. It's just straight fucking fentanyl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're getting bricks of it mailed to you from China, why would you? I know. It's <laughs> fucking so China sad, man. dude. Yeah. It's so fucking sad. Yeah, it's crazy. Like wow. that. Yeah, like that. So, like, I say that to say, like, when I started hearing about the fuck fentanyl thing that you were doing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, it was around the time the whole Steven thing happened and shit. And um, I was like, really like trying to, I was like, let me see what this guy's about and shit like that. You know? And then I saw you in a couple meetings. I saw you at the, uh, the one meeting on Sunday. Yeah. Right. It's a, yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, then I saw you at uh, the, thursday on at the zoo yes yeah and then i was like all right that's enough this guy's legit and i fucking yeah. I saw him at, i trace i tracked this dude down at the fucking convention yeah i found him and i was like yo i want everything you got yeah. <laughs> everything the beanie the hat the sweater the hoodie the shirt the socks whatever send yeah, yeah. it you know wow. yeah and i just got it all and i was like you know hella I, honestly i had it, for the bro. longest time i had no idea i mean i saw your shirts everywhere but i was like I had no idea who, who the this fuck person? Was, yeah, who was yeah, making yeah. it, you know what I mean? It was a mystery man. Yeah. I was like, why the fuck, uh, where does fuck fentanyl come from? It was always LFG in East County. What the fuck is <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. Now you it's know? a little mixed bag. Of, yeah. yeah. I ain't tripping on it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, what's, I, up? I'm what's looking up with this guy? I'm looking up stats on it right now, and it says in California in 2021, there was over 6,843 opioid-related overdose deaths in California. 5,722 of those deaths were related to fentanyl. Yeah, all of them except for eleven hundred. You gotta look at you gotta look at the stats about San Diego. About forty five percent, or what? What? what I think you said sixty six percent. Sixty six percent of the the phone calls that come in are fentanyl related. Crazy. They come in like people ODing off fentanyl. And deaths. I know that the stat for the U.S. right now is deaths between eighteen and twenty five. As something like uh, two thirds of them, like seventy percent or opioid or fentanyl related deaths mm. yeah fucking crazy yeah it's the number one killer of people 18 to 25 yeah that's i i really believe it 
No, Fuck for that sure. No, homie. Like, yeah. like, I'm not trying to get all deep conspiracy, but like, I know a couple people died from COVID, dude. I know a fuck ton of people that died from fentanyl. It's like not even like not even a comparison. Not even a comparison. No. At all. For a hot second, it was like we love the every. Let's get loyal to the foil, baby. Loyal to the yeah. I'll get into the. I have yeah. a. Pl- I have plenty of them too. <laughs> I wholeheartedly believe that China is sending fentanyl to Mexico. Or Central America, and then it's ending up over here. Absolutely, a thousand percent. That's <laughs> this is like so much bigger than just you know drug dealers making money off selling drugs. Oh no, no, yeah, there is a there's a higher, you know, higher purpose. Dude, San Diego is fucked right now with fentanyl and then human trafficking. Dude, it's fucking oh, dude. horrible. Like right. that that thing that just happened last week where they caught fucking. They jammed up forty eight guys, and then they found eight eight kids oh, posted what? up. And, yeah, bro, San Diego's the number one spot for human trafficking. Jesus what? Which makes sense. Guys. I mean, Mexico's right, right next there, door, right? Uh, but that's fucking some bullshit. And that yeah. and that means like there's so many missing people. The missing people are fucking probably in who knows the fuck. Where, yeah, that, yeah. They got snatched up. So it's like it, we're not talking about like yeah. Obviously, they found kids, eight kids, and then it say an, uh, an age. Yeah. But when you have like you know, 18-year-old girls getting missing, 19, yeah. whatever the fuck. It'd probably be even 30 years old. Yeah. They're snatching them up and sending them away. Mm. So I, and it's much easier to get across that way, mm. you know, oh, and, yeah. and then they're fucking in the sex ring. Yeah, That's some exactly. fucked up shit, man. Yeah. Seriously fucked up shit. I hope all fucking 48 of them have already been fucking stabbed. Fuck yeah. them. Yeah. Mm. Taking fucking kids. That's, the, That's you fucked fucking up. piece of shit. That's mm. a fact. Yeah. I just like, Absolutely. And they probably didn't because they all fucking PC'd up, fucking asshole. <laughs> you know no, they, they fucking well, did. Well, line. Fuck, no. Yeah, I know. No, That's right. Can so anyone else hear up. Dustin's fucking blood pressure race? No, right yeah. just like fucking <laughs> Through the roof. Like, yeah. You're going to take an innocent fucking child. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? An innocent fucking child. And who knows? Well, that doesn't matter because I was going to say their parents are probably fucked up too. But you know what? Yeah. The fact yeah. of the matter is they're still taking fucking kids. Yeah. Right, right. It's unexcusable, man. Yeah, the whole thing's all fucked up, man. Mm. Everything about it. Yeah. And I, and I, and so like when I, when I saw the whole fuck fentanyl thing going off and everything like that, I was like, yeah, this is that shit I can stand behind. 110%. Like all that shit that you're doing, everything that you, like hearing, and then like hearing your story and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that thought process of like, yeah, I could do it one more time. You know what I'm really? saying? Like that's that shit that a lot of people need to hear, man. Like, you know, you can try to do it one more time, but that could be also be your last time. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, like, your story is definitely impactful and, like, everything that you went through to, like, get to this point. So Yeah, more now than ever, man. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's like a relapse, man. It's just, like, it's it's practically death, man. Like, I, I honestly think that. Mm. That's how I look. I looked at it 10 years ago, man, and it, like that, and it's it's more that now than ever mm. with, because of this shit. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can smoke crystal meth and... Bam, you di- you didn't know you smoked fentanyl that day too. Hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. or, or coke. I think weed. I heard. I yeah, weed. Yeah, we actually know somebody. Well, I, I we know somebody in the rooms, but their friend, yeah, their sixteen year old son smoked uh, weed for the first time. Oh he my fucking God. died from fentanyl. But I, well, you hear that shit all the time, dude. That they're putting fentanyl in weed. That's you might as well. It's a fucking addictive drug. So why wouldn't they? Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah. If you mix it fucking wrong, dude, you're fucking killing people. Yeah, you know, and they don't care. It's like when you, the story you say when you went up to fucking uh, 
uh, Frisco. No, nah, you went up to uh, in Canada. You were saying like they had like Vancouver, sign, right? or like they're saying that wasn't there a sign somewhere saying like yeah, be be cautious or some shit. Yeah, yeah. So they're like warning people like, hey, yeah, you might be doing blow, but just be you never know. It might not be. Yeah. So here's some fucking Narcan. I mean, half of those places in San <laughs> oh, Francisco they give you a fucking whole goodie box. Dog. Oh god, they give you a the, fucking, the worst, dude. They give you clean rigs, tie offs. Yeah. All yeah. Of them. don't get me started on San Francisco. That, that's some <laughs> fucking bad. crazy fucking shit. Oh, you're talking about at the venue. So they yeah, have, you said so. Like that. I, it's yeah. I've seen it at so many venues now that they have test strips for uh, your drugs. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So strips. you can test your drugs to see if there's fentanyl. Oh, oh, okay. Like all in the green rooms because I travel around and do DJ shows. Oh, so okay. In the green rooms, they have like test kits. Oh, for your wow. Drug. Yeah. It, like like in a professional setting. Yeah. Like, Oh, don't worry. We got you. Hey, yeah. yeah. Test well, drugs they don't want them to fucking die in the yeah. place. You know? <laughs> they, don't want, they don't want you to that's Kurt a, Cobain. That's a, that's a bad look. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a nice guy. Yeah. Oh, God. They're almost always empty. There's like one or two left. It's like they're taking <laughs> oh fucking, taking three or four of them on the road with them. I mean, I would too. Yeah. Damn, yeah. dude. I honestly, if I, I mean, I, once you're in the mix and start doing drugs again, you don't give a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you still have your higher power, like, telling you stop, 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 but your disease is fucking, you know, oh, yeah. enormous by then. Oh, yeah. So there's no way. All of us, if we went back out, of course, we'd be fucking with fentanyl, too, because you yeah. can't get fucking heroin. Yeah. And even pills, like, shoot me some pills. The pills are cut with fucking <laughs> well, fentanyl. With fentanyl, yeah. You know what I mean? Press, so, press fentanyl. Yeah, exactly. So the whole entire time, you're just, like, tripping. I mean, the funniest... Shit, dude. I mean, it is. It's fucking baffling that you have a fucking straight dope fiend junkie that fucking lets somebody else go before him because he wants to see if if they're gonna die or not. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that was a story. They're like, I won't. We'll go to the fucking trap house and I'm gonna have Billy Bob fucking do the goddamn issue before I do just to make sure that it's good. And good (laughs) used to be like we're gonna get fucking knotted out, right? Right. right? No, good now is like he doesn't fucking die. He didn't die. Okay, that's good. What? (laughs) Like that's that's the reality of a fucking dope fiend now. Sign me the fuck out, bro. Oh, I'm man. fucking blessed to be in recovery. Uh, right. You know what I mean? I'm blessed to be in recovery yeah. and to fucking get what I got because I would fucking die. Mm-hmm. There yeah. ain't no fucking way. I know the dope fiend that I am. You yeah. know what I mean? The sores all over my arms, that's a proven fact. I would have been dead. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I mean? I was a puss pocket motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no way. Dead I would have made it. Oh, God. Yeah. There's, there's no way. It's fucking crazy too, because I know some people that have like were strictly heroin and have gone back, and they're like, dude, it the ha- because of the half life on fentanyl, like they'll be high for like four or five hours and then go out like later oh, on right. in the wow. day. Yeah, like, really, it's a creeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, like you could be fine. Yeah, and then and you, you just take rock. a nap, and it's the last nap you yeah. ever fucking take. Mm-hmm. No yeah. way. Fucking wild. That's absolutely. I think that I think when when people ingest it though, like they take pills, uh-huh. that's when that happens. Oh, often. oh yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. That <clears throat> happened with me with oxycon. I took it once, and yeah. it took like it took some hours, and I wasn't used to it. Yeah, got rocked. Like I got rocked. I, <laughs> puking oh. all of it. Good yeah. stuff. OC eighties baby. Oh, Low green God. monsters. Right. My fucking mouth is watering. Fucking prick. Yeah. So what does the future of fuck fentanyl look like? Man, that's a good question because, like, even I, like, not even 100% on it, but, like, it seems what I really want to do is just, like, just keep spreading this message. And, like, like, and I, I, look, again, like, I started doing this, like, just going to a few meetings and 
I had a couple people that were on my social media that thought it was cool, but like, like where it's at right now where I'm sending stuff all over the country, like, I mean like motherfucking cities and states I've never heard of. Like it, it it's pretty like fucking just overwhelming and like, and it's just a blessing. And like, how are you shipping your orders? I go to the post office. No, well, I know that, but do you <laughs> Shopify do you or sh- like big how, cartel? Oh, uh, um, um, well, you can contact me through social media. I have like that Instagram, Fuck Fentanyl San Diego. Also, uh, I have an Etsy, which is just the store is called Fentanyl Awareness, mm-hmm. and it's like as soon like you literally just it's fun it's weird like you just write Fentanyl on Etsy and my store will pop up, and uh, it it'll have like everything that I have like current. So you're shipping out. So somebody. So I'm I'm on Instagram. Yeah. And I hit you up like, hey, I want an XL shirt. Yeah. What do I Venmo you or how do I pay? Oh yeah. Um Yeah, I, I have like all these um all the banking apps, which is Venmo, Cash App. Um, oh, you need to get a shop. How many we're gonna we're gonna yeah. you, we're gonna you, dial you. Need oh, to, you, dial yeah, you need you gotta LLC. That's, that's why that's why I was asking you. No, 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 that's you how got, I've you been doing be, it. You gotta be dialed in because the Shopify it makes your life way easier. It prints out the fucking label, the labels, oh, really? handles your shipping, you just put in the weight, you put in oh, the price. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, I yeah. like that. To everybody listening, yes, <laughs> we have some orders in the till, they're going out tomorrow. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Etsy's been kind of like the main page I've been using recently. But yeah, I'm down. Dude. Yeah, it's a dollar a month. Oh, really? Yeah, and then you oh, can upgrade shit. to thirty bucks a month, and you get way more analytics and features, and better pricing on your shipping. Oh, yeah. oh, right on. I like yeah. that. Yeah, because mm. shipping's a it's right. a bitch. Well, it's if a you're bitch. going to the post office, paying every time, you're getting ripped off. Yeah, yeah, that's a thousand what, percent. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, you you got to just make sure that you're fucking dialed. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. You have an LLC though. LLC, ah, it's in the in the works right now. Good job. I submitted uh, the paperwork like almost a month ago. I had like that little ad thing going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's it's. In so the- who who's all in fe- uh, fuck fentanyl? Is it just you or you have? Partners? I'm pretty much the the head of the body, but um, I got um, I got some like little helpers that like like with the social media. My my homegirl Pam um, is like an admin for that, and then I got uh. Uh, Manny um, backing me up with it too. Um, I, th- I think you guys know him. Yeah, mm-hmm. Manny's the homie. Yeah, Danny the homie. Manny's yeah, yeah. the homie. Yeah, so he's him and uh, uh, and Chelsea are like are like kind of like um, getting it, uh, trying to you know school me a little bit because they're you know they run their own little businesses and stuff like that. But they're you know, they're they're just like putting their hands on the pot and trying to we're trying to blow it up a little bit, you know, grow it. Yeah, grow scale it. up, scale up. Yeah, exactly. And awesome. that's, that's just about it. You know, I, I got my, uh, my homegirl Kylie, man. Like, like honestly, she, like she, she's been probably one of my biggest helpers with it. You know, um, we always see our homegirl Janine rocking your shit too. Oh, I love her dude. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's pretty much my girl in North County, man. Yeah. Like, nice. She's, she's, she reps it really hard. Like she's done some of my photo shoots too. Like, yeah. You know, and, and it's awesome. Cause she's super busy, man. And, the fact that she does all that is really cool. But yeah, you know, Kylie um is a giant, giant um help to my whole thing. Like, you know, and I have several shop uh little shops like around East County now. It's just kinda kind of a trip. Like um you can go to like the Serenity shop and you'll see some shirts and beanies and or you can go to the Raymond's barber shop on Santee. There's also like a little little stand right there. So it, it it's 
it's it's around, you know. Dude, for six months, you're fucking, you're crushing. Yeah. <laughs> that's how long it's been now, six months? Yeah, yeah August. Wow. That's August, really September. good, dude. Yeah. Really yeah. Good. August, September. Yeah. October, November, December, January, maybe like February. Yeah, you're at seven, almost eight months now. Oh, yeah. Nice. You're fucking killing it, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking good. And honestly, like, I, 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 like, I came in this thing <clears throat> green, dude. Like, like, I sold a little dope here and there, but I never, like... Like try to establish any sort of business, you know. Like so, it, the fact that you know I got so many people like backing me up and supporting me, man, and try to guide me, so we could make this thing, you know, bigger is fucking. It's fucking awesome. It comes back to what Rafa was saying outside: is as long as your intentions are pure, people are going to be able to see that and they're going to want to yeah. support that. Yeah, yeah, you don't. You don't really need to even do anything. Like, yeah, when it, you it, when it, your intentions are like when you have pure intentions, like. Is 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 gonna do most of the work for you? Yeah. All you got to do is just buckle the fuck up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because like, you know, when we started LFG and we were just trying to do like we were just trying to do rides and shit like right. that. You know, and just like hang out with the homies and sell t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, just hanging out. It just did. It just took the fuck off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, it's the same thing. Like, if you keep your heart pure and you're just continuously doing what it is that you're doing, man, like this shit's gonna take the fuck off. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, you're, for yeah, sure. and you're fucking in recovery, so it's nothing fake either, you know, what I mean? yeah, right. about what you're doing. You're in recovery, you know, you're a member of fucking, you know, our program, yeah. and then now, and then the message is fucking legit as fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, it's the fucking... Nobody fuck that doesn't fuck agree with that. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... It's just the, the profanity. I know some people are like, you know, whatever. Yeah. About that, there's gonna be there's gonna be Karens and fucking Karens. Yeah, Karens. We everywhere. talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Karens and Todds everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I get I get looked all, all the time because you know my, <laughs> my my sponsor word wore my shirt and like you know like one of those Karens from the from the AA you know was like you know trying to like bring him down. He's like, oh man, like my my sponsee made me this shirt. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna fucking like? With shut the fuck up. That's all I can. That's all I can think to respond. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. What are you complaining about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I've actually seen a lot of guys with time and shit have your shirts on too, which is really cool. I mean, even yeah. at the, um, you know, the last convention, man, your shit was everywhere. Oh and yeah, that's really cool to see. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it feels good. Yeah. Fuck yeah! I remember <laughs> seeing my first. Like when we see somebody out that you don't know. And they're rocking your shit. You're like, what oh, the dude, right? Fuck. Right. Like, it's the raddest feeling in the world. I, I went to an event at the Freedom Ranch and I was tripping out. Like, there was a, a guy that's clearly a resident I've never met in my, my life, like, just wearing my shirt. I'm like, where the hell did you get that? Like, but like, I was still like, that's pretty fucking rad. Like, like it just, just went, found its way like that. Like, it, 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 it's pretty. Pretty amazing. And I know a lot of people, you know, the people that like are obviously like just getting off the streets or like new, they, they, they feel it probably the most cause they just kind of got out of that hell. You know what I mean? And they're the ones that, you know, kind of just, cause like, again, like I know I'm a dope fiend. I know I'm a straight up heroin addict, but you know, fentanyl wasn't my story. I don't outside of like losing friends that went back out. I, I don't I don't have that that using history with it, and I'm still learning as it goes. Like what's what's this bullshit really all about? But you know when I see those people like like you know with a few months whatever, 
or even like a few days, you know, like just so like, you know, gung ho about it, man. It, it really feels me. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's it really gets y'all fired up, dude. Yeah. It's just program about attract, attraction, not promotion and, and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. I feel like that's, that is very attracting for the newcomer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To see, you know, uh, a brand, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That they could relate to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's very attracting to the newcomer. So like seeing like the new guys like come in and like yeah. they have your shit on them. Yeah, like, dude. The fuck you got like three days, cuz? Good <laughs> job, <laughs> homie. Every, <laughs> everyone like in the room stopped for the longest time. Like I'm a newcomer because I'm right, like right. so young and shit. And they're like, no, I don't see that. I've never seen this guy around. Right, right. And then I tell them how long I've been clean. They're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that was my story too. Oh, really? The first time I met you was at the convention. And I'm like, that's literally, I'm like, oh, that's the fuck fentanyl guy. And I'm like, dude, he looks like a fucking child. Because <laughs> you look really young. And I thought, I thought, and then somebody told me that you had some time. And I was like, wow. <coughs> yeah, I'm 33. Or I'm about to be 33 pretty soon. Hey, me Damn. too. Yeah. When's your birthday? March 25th. Damn. Yeah. It's, Here, it's fucking really coming up. Yeah. Yeah, mine's in June. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking A, dog. Damn, you look way older than him. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. He's preserved by the heroin. Shit, dog. Yeah, the by the alcohol. Damn, you look old as fuck, dog. I know, Damn, I know. you old. <laughs> it's from dealing with your bullshit. <laughs> Get him! <laughs> Finish him. You still look old as shit. <laughs> God, we used to use that buzzer so much. I know. <laughs> I was. Li- I've been listening to the first couple episodes. And ah, damn. I used it. You, you, you were trigger happy. Oh, very, very, yeah. very, very. Yeah. <laughs> so, what does the future look like? You got four months left in your first year. What, what are you trying to execute? You know, before? I, I, I was thinking about that, and I was like, it would be really rad if I could hit every state in this in this country. Yeah. Because I'm like thirty, I think thirty two or thirty three states now. Nice. Yeah. And I, I, I hit some out there once, like Alaska and Hawaii. I already got down. Nice. So I, I that would be like a really cool goal to like if I could reach every state in, in this country. Like that, I, I just I just think that would be really cool. Fuck yeah, it would be. Have you, you know reached out I mean? to any meme pages, like recovery memes? Um, I see, I see a couple. Like I, I you should around. hit him up and be like, hey, what, what's up with some promotion? We tried hitting him up about the podcast and never got a response. Oh, really? I also didn't dig in like I should have. Oh, oh, okay. I, I think my homegirl, Heather, was, like, trying to get me um, with this one dude that was, like, a big social media guy. But then we found out that he's just trying to get in her pants. So hey, <laughs> That yeah. works, too. Yeah, you know. Well, she didn't do it? No, no I know. Fuck? I was like, come on, girl. Take one for the team. <laughs> She's like, you take one for the team, motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking savage. You just show up. Sup, I'm Heather. Yeah. Nice to meet you. I did I didn't shave. It's gonna be rough. You're in for a treat tonight. Yeah, you ready to do this? And I'm a top. Oh fuck. Get you some. Hell yeah. Well, fucking hey, Luis. I'm really glad you came through. It was you have a very fucking qualifying story. Oh yeah, <laughs> to, yeah definitely. you're definitely the man for the job when it comes to fuck fentanyl. And oh, I appreciate that. Actually. I really, I really do. I fucking, I think what you have here is fucking like you're you're like juggling dynamite, dog. It's gonna blow up. You just yeah. gotta fucking keep doing what you're doing and remain authentic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's the the puzzle piece that fucking just fit right in there. Fuck yeah. Thank fuck you, man. Hey. I really. I was just gonna say, just do that one more time. (laughs) 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 Yeah, man. Like, like I said, man. Like, I, I love everything that you're doing. 
I support you 110%. And on this Sunday? Yeah, Sunday, dude. All right. Yeah, this Sunday, I'm going to try to get my deliveries done early and meet up with you. Get that photo shoot done. OB, baby. Hell yeah. You know? (laughs) For your 10 years, right? Yeah, yeah sir. Ten. Let's get it in. Big 10, dude. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm also going to try to do uh, an event later on in this year. There's going to be a big, uh, like, uh, you know, the Lost Voices of Fentanyl? They're arranging this uh, event to march at the Washington uh, uh, White House. And um, oh, I'm, I'm going to try to try to get in there. I've never been to the East Coast before. I've always lived, yeah. I'm always been in San Diego. Be careful in DC, Doc. That's yeah, it. that's all I gotta say. No joke. Yeah, don't I'm take from Virginia. So yeah, don't <laughs> take the wrong. You might take the wrong left and <laughs> fuck around, find out. Yeah, yeah. I'm bringing the squad. So, we, <laughs> yeah. so fun fact: in DC, any crime you commit is a federal crime because it's the District of Columbia. So Ugh. they they just go to shootouts. Like, oh shit! They're like, I'm gonna get a fucking felony for this. So I'm gonna fucking make it worth it. They, right. DC is no fucking joke. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. But I mean, I mean, yeah. your intentions, yeah. your intentions are so pure, I'm, my I'm man. Just, you know I'm what I'm saying? Like, I might die, but uh, <laughs> you know, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Buff that no from I, right I might, here. Yeah. <laughs> I might die with my gear on, but you know, nah, nah, I feel it, man. Ain't nobody gonna fuck with you nah, if you're doing nah, the right thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah it's gonna be fun. Um, oh yeah, I fuck yeah. with it, Dustin. Yeah, man. Hey, like, appreciate you coming on the show. Um, you know, it's really cool to hear your story. I mean, I, I never really had a conversation with you so this is really yeah. cool and yeah just keep it fucking pushing man because you I, I agree with graph you have a you have a some fucking heavy heat right here i'm glad that you have some people backing you up and just dude get get all the right shit that you can for your business too because it's going to make your life way easier mm-hmm. that's for sure and just keep fucking being you don't fucking change for nothing mm. do not change for nothing fucking a where can people find you um well, I really, I'm getting a lot of hit-ups on Facebook. So I prefer to, if people could uh, follow the um, the business uh, Facebook, which is Fentanyl Awareness 1904, mm-hmm. or the Instagram. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, homie. <laughs> and uh, uh, also the Instagram, Fuck Fentanyl San Diego. You can hit me up on those platforms. You heard Fuck it here yeah, first, people. Let's go. been another episode for people who are politically correct lfg we got rights and we need them but they're taking away all of our freedom first they outlawed dope now california you can't even light up a fucking smoke i say it's high time we go wild murder your inner child throw your helmet in Go to school and gang attire Let Beavis and Butthead Reach to the youth about fire But why would you want to smoke in a restaurant? No one wants to smell smoke while they're eating Fuck you, that's why Cause fuck you, that's That's why why. Cause I'm a nicotine addict, that's why And I like to smoke camel wine Camel wides are fucking delicious. Uh, Rafa's gay! Fuck!